Welcome back to the Shop Management Show, where we dive deep into the world of auto repair, management, and everything in between. I'm your host, Will, and today we've got something truly exciting to talk about, AutoLeap's upcoming virtual conference, Amplify 2024. We know you're constantly seeking ways to elevate your shop's game, and that's precisely why we encourage you to mark your calendars. Because on February 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, AutoLeap is bringing you the number one virtual auto repair conference, Amplify 2024. And the best part of it, it's absolutely free for you to attend. Seats are filling up fast, and you do not want to miss out on the auto repair event of the year. Head over to AutoLeap's website and secure your spot at Amplify 2024 today. You can find a link to register for this event directly in the show notes of this episode. Would you recommend looking in-house for that first? Or maybe you would you would want someone with this type of unique multi-store perspective as well? Or would it just be since it's one single location, you could maybe find the number two in your shop who you could really put in a leadership position? You could, you could do either. Uh, the most successful multi-store owners that I know had somebody within the organization that was real, was a true leader, was really leadership minded. They, uh, in one case, they were not from the automotive industry. They were business people and they, they understood people, they understood business management and they figured out the automotive thing. And that was a significant asset because you don't have to know a lot about fixing cars to run a multi-store operation. You just don't. And sometimes you don't want to. Uh, you've got other people for that. Uh, you can look internally if you have somebody like that. If you've got somebody who's been with you for long enough and they've developed that leadership skill and they have the proper mindset, then yes, you can look internally. I would say that's probably a 50-50 shot, right? If, if I have a 12-bay shot that's financially stable and I've got the management piece down and I'm going to move to buy a second, third, fourth, fifth location, then maybe out of those 12 people, I've got somebody who's been with me long enough and has a, that skill set. Just statistically speaking, I may have somebody. But if I've got a four-bay shop, uh, two service advisors, four and a half technicians, I may not have that person. I, I may not have that person. And I may want to look outside to find that person. I may want to look within my network to find that person. I spoke to somebody uh, very recently that, uh, and I've never met this person. I spoke with them on, on the phone. They're up in Canada, and they said, look, I went out and I found this person they were working at another shop in another town. I knew them. I knew they were unhappy, but I knew they'd been there for a very long time. And I trusted how they ran the store because they had a great reputation and they wanted to come over and help me expand what I'm doing. And so I would suggest that individual got lucky, but look, I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. Uh, and, and so again, utilize your network, utilize your mentors, uh, but be really selective when you're looking for that individual. One other important consideration I wanted to ask you about today is consistency in customer service. Obviously, very successful shop owners, they take a ton of pride in the quality of customer service that they've been able to provide, you know, over a decade plus. And now that they're making this multi-store expansion, that is probably going to be a huge consideration of maintaining those standards. So how can a shop owner ensure consistency in their customer service across every location that they expand to? So great question. And this is related to everything that, that we've already talked about, right? Because customer service is going to become part of your brand. And, and that is what's going to help you 
own however many stories you want to own, you know, five or, or 50, doesn't matter. Um, but the processes that you have in the culture that you have built in that single location are going to be what translates across your brand. And the individual we just talked about that's going to be your sidekick, that's, that's going to help open that second store, uh, they're going to help spread that culture. But of course, customer service culture begins with hiring. And so you've really got to, you've got to hone your hiring process to hire the right people that can learn your brand, your flavor of customer service, both process and, and attitude. A lot of customer service is more attitude than it is process. We can have all the process we want, but if we don't come across as sincere when we're, when we're addressing customers or solving customer concerns or, or even welcoming customers, even, even answering the phone, then, then process means nothing. And so, so customer service is cultural and culture to me begins with hiring. And so if you've got solid hiring practices, you hire the right people, you've got a, you've got a, a training plan in place, you do, a, a, you do regular employee reviews, you can take all of that and move it to a, a second location relatively easy. I mean, that, that, to me, that is one of the easier things to do. If I'm having trouble in one store with customer satisfaction over another store, I'm going to swap employees if I can. I'm just going to swap them between stores. Because the, the, the employee that's struggling with maybe the new store, I'm going to put them back in the, in the other store, the original store, so that they can feel the culture again. And I'm going to take somebody from that original store who's my rock star in customer service, and I'll put them in the new store and, and let them help grow the culture. So, so there are, you know, you can plant seeds in, in a multiple different fashions within a multi-store or organization or a multi-store operation. Uh, and so to me, customer satisfaction is culture. That begins with hiring. Those processes are relatively easy, du easily duplicated. Is it is it perfect? Is it one hundred percent? Heck no. We all know how hard it is to hire people, and and again, that's why I begin hiring people well before I open the next location. I love what you said too about maybe putting a rock star into a role at a different store and setting a standard there. I think that is so important in terms of who you're working with and the influences you have around you. If those standards aren't met at one store, maybe having that thoughtful and flexible management approach could really pay dividends in terms of the customer service you're providing and then that brand identity overall across across locations that you were talking about as well. For sure. And, and that's a lever you can pull that people don't think about um, in, a, in another context as well. When you're, when you're looking to expand and you're, you're trying to hire, you can attract a lot of people from a lot of other businesses when you tell them we're expanding and, and show, them, show them an artist's rendition of, of the new shop or um, you know, whatever it may be. They get excited about it. You know, when, when you think about, oh, I, I get to go work in a, in a new shop or a growing organization, they get really excited about it. And the same is true if you take an individual from your original location and move them to a new location and say, look, I need you to help me here. That's breathing new life into them. Um, and, and those are levers that we don't think of pulling very often, but they can be really, really successful. Uh, in, in growing your culture and in reinvigorating employees that have been around for quite a while.
You also mentioned marketing and brand identity overall. How would you recommend that shop owners tailor their marketing strategies for each location as both a unique business, but then also maintaining a cohesive brand identity and presence? So that's a that's a, a complicated question for somebody who's not a marketing expert. Um, what I can tell you that I've seen be successful is brand is really important. If if it's just two locations, maybe brand isn't as important. But if you if you get up to four or five, 10, 15 locations, brand becomes really, really super important. You don't necessarily have to do anything differently in terms of, of marketing each individual store. Uh, whatever marketing you're doing right now is going to work most likely in the new location. Customer referral programs will work at at each location. Direct mail in different neighborhood markets will work in each location. You're, you're going to layer your marketing though. You're going to have marketing that's going to be brand awareness. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, of suggesting radio advertising for any independent repair shop, but if you're building a brand, definitely use radio advertising. Use local television advertising because that, that you're building brand awareness with. That may or may not drive car count, but it will build brand awareness. Your car count is going to get driven by customer referrals, by direct mail, uh, probably not so much by social media, but social media will also become brand awareness. So what I tell a lot of multi-store shop owners is when you, when you get into that more than two stores, you need to find yourself a, a marketing company, somebody that understands marketing as a science, because it, it truly is. Because you need to build brand and you need to attract customers. And those are two very different things for most organizations, okay? Um, so I would duplicate my customer referral program. The other thing that I need to do with the customer referral program when I do duplicate it is if I have my neighbor Bob refer his neighbor Susan to my shop, any one of my locations has to accept that. So, so my customer referral program has to suddenly align with all of my shops if that makes sense. Um, you know, direct mail, I probably want similar direct mail pieces, but I can do a lot more A-B testing now uh, with multiple source. And, and I, can, I can speed up my marketing knowledge regarding what works and what doesn't work if I have multiple locations. So my best advice is to, is to hire a marketing expert that understands brand building and understands how to drive car count to your organization uh, but also think about your, your own personal marketing, such as customer referral programs, and how do we align those amongst all five stores or however many stores we have and allow customers to enter any store that we want them to enter. Uh, because ultimately, your finances are pooled. Yes, individual locations are responsible for their own growth profit, net profit, et cetera. Um, but as, an, as a bigger entity, uh, we we don't really care where the money comes from. We just we are trying to make sure that every store is operating as efficiently as possible. And we may have a location that's not going to do as well as another location. And and we may be okay with that for the time being until we can exchange personnel and, and do some more training and whatnot. But but marketing needs to be aligned and brand needs to be built. Following up on the financial piece you just touched on, how can a shop owner measure the success of a new location? Obviously, you mentioned that everything can get pooled together, but what would you recommend for measuring the success of an individual location and then ensuring that you make the necessary adjustments and that aligns with your overall business goals? 
So, you know, never forget that the whole is always going to be greater than the sum of the parts. But that's not to say that the sum of the parts is not important because each location is going to become part of the sum as well as the whole. And, and so, you know, I, I think back to, to the old adage of, you know, take care of the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. If you focus on a single location and, and you focus on all the things that we teach you to focus on now, uh, productivity, understanding what your, your production potential is, understand what your current production is and what that gap is and, and put processes in place to grow your productivity. Do the same with gross profit. Do the same with car count. Do the same with hours per repair order. If you focus on, on those same metrics and those same processes that we focus on right now uh, in a single entity location, then or single location entity, I should say, uh, then you can, you've already got the knowledge. You know how well that store is doing. What, what larger organizations like to do then is compare store to store. Now that gets those, those waters get a little bit muddied, uh, both, both on the positive and the negative side, right? Because if I, if I can look into my organization, look across my organization, I see that store X is performing at a, at a 62% overall gross profit and store Y is performing at a 68% overall gross profit. Well, shoot, I want to go in and, and knock on the door at store X and go, what the heck's going on? But we still need to understand the nuances of those two locations because store X may have, maybe they're, maybe they're on the edge of a really high dollar market where their technicians make it $60 an hour and gross profit just gets rushed. Whereas store Store Y over here is, is on the edge of a more rural area and they're not demanding $60 an hour and we're paying, we're paying $50 an hour, which still doesn't mean a lot of money, but that's what we're doing these days. Um, and so my gross profit can be a lot higher. So, so you still need to look at each individual entity, but the, but the factors that go into their success are no different than a single operation, a single store operation. All right. So, so it, it's productivity. It's how many billable hours can we produce? Can we sell? those billable hours, how do we schedule in order to be able to sell those billable hours? And then how do we squeeze as much gross profit out of that as we can? And then of course, there's, there's the expense side of the, of the, the profit loss statement, but the expense side of, of the balance sheet, I should say, the expense side is we now have economy of scale, right? Because now we, can, now we, have, we have more leverage when it comes to fluid contracts and, and more leverage when it comes to different services. And so, and so we can we can look at the whole in terms of expenses sometimes, but in terms of revenue and gross profit, we still need to look at each single entity. I hope that answers that question. It certainly does. And I really like the perspective of putting context behind all of it. I think that's so important. Numbers aside, figuring out where these puzzle pieces fit and understanding that, you know, while one store may be struggling, there may be more to the story in terms of the overall big picture and really understanding the nuances of all that I think is a really powerful perspective. When, when you have multiple locations, one size does not fit all. Um, you know, we, we talk like it does. I talk like it does, right? I'm, I'm guilty of that as anybody is. Um, but really one size does not fit all. And, and every, every location, yes, we measure productivity. Yes, we measure gross profit. We have to have car count. All of that is true. But every location is going to attract different individuals who are looking for a job. 
Uh, it's going to come down to how well we can manage each location. You know, how good are our managers in that location at, at customer service, at hiring, at training, at coaching. Uh, it really, it comes down to people. It, as, as logical as the automotive repair industry can be, the success of an organization, whether it's a single point or multi point, really comes down to people. And, and so you can't, in my opinion, and, and some might disagree with me, I know a lot of multi-store organizations that want, they want parity across the board. That, you know, these are our standards, this is what you will stick to. The challenge becomes, when I go in and look at these organizations, what people you have where, because they're the ones that will make or break uh, a, single, a single location. And, and your hands are tied sometimes with how much you can, you can, um, you know, be flexible with that. Yes, we talk about moving a manager around and we talk about moving employees around. Sometimes it's possible. Sometimes it's geographically not possible. Some, sometimes, you know, maybe they're geographically close, but, but for that individual to get home to pick their kids up, it's a, it's a two hour drive because of traffic and it's, it's only 40 miles. Um, and so there's just, there's a lot of nuance that, that goes into managing individual locations within a, uh, an MSO. Wrapping up here, if you could give one piece of advice to an auto repair shop owner who is considering multi-store expansion, what would that piece of advice be? Go into it with your eyes wide open. Uh, you, you have got to set your ego aside. You've got to ask yourself, what don't I know? And do I really know what I think I know? And, and if you can do that and go in with your eyes wide open and seek help, and 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 really be open-minded you'll be okay you, you won't you won't miss much you'll be okay but if you go into it with arrogance with a big ego and say you know pound in your chest and just say you know what i i'm gonna i'm gonna be one of those people that owns multiple stores and bull your way into it uh you're not setting yourself up for success there's just there's too much there to have to consider uh, to not go into it with your eyes wide open we really appreciate your time today, Greg. Tell us about Shop Pros and where our listeners can find you. Well, Shop Pros is a, is a business success company. We help automotive repair shops succeed in business through training products, through business management products, through goal setting products. And uh, lately, our most popular product, our group coaching product. Uh, we are interested in helping as many repair shops as we possibly can find the success that they deserve. You can get more information at shoppros.com, S-H-O-P-P-R-O-S.com. Uh, and we're more than happy to help you out and, and help you get the growth that you deserve. Thanks again for joining us, Greg. And we'll be back next week with the next episode of the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap.